Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Today's message was um, came to me through scripture reading this week and it was impressed upon my heart that this is the message I'm to share today. And so good morning, Naomi. Good morning, ladies. So um, know that everything I'm going to be sharing with you, I believe is a message for somebody. It's a word for somebody. And um, there's even something really powerful in here that I can I can already sense that I'll be sharing. So it's going to be powerful. It's going to be the guidance that you need to keep you on track as you possibly say goodbye to the seekers method or as you continue whatever it is to just kind of help you to go deeper to further you know renew your mind so that you can step into that transformation because ladies god has me in such a spiritual spot right now in my life that i never i don't even want to go to bed at night right like it's it's like i don't it used to be that i didn't want to go to bed when i would have a good hair day (laughs) Now it's like when I have a good connection day, I don't want to go to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep. And, and you know, and when I do, I pray that he will minister to me. This is something funny that happened to me because I've got two minutes before I've got to switch to the simulcast. Um, I woke, you ever wake yourself up talking in your sleep? Well, that totally happened to me, except I caught myself. I woke myself up talking, praying in my sleep, like praying for my uncle who's going through some things and I literally caught myself praying and I thought oh yes I want that for everybody right that we pray in our sleep and then we talk in our sleep and catch ourselves and it was just amazing so know that here uh, momentarily as I go live on my public platform I might not be able to see your comments because it's It's funny because I can see the comments on my phone and then I can't see them on my computer and I don't understand it. Good morning, Diane. So I see all of you jumping on. Good morning, Charlene. Um, Ladies, put in the comments how you're doing. I would love to hear now that I have a host of you on here. um, I would love to hear how you are doing. I believe that today's broadcast is going to be a word for somebody. And so with that, I'm going to just encourage you um, to go and get something to write with. You're going to want to take notes. Bear with me for a moment while I mute myself just for a sec. Spiritual weight loss, period. Live broadcast only, period. You are welcome to join, exclamation point. I can see your comments. Um, Naomi's doing well. Not great, but still here. This is a process. It sure is, isn't it? It is. Deanne's feeling on track. Ladies, I love seeing that. All right, bear with me while I attempt to get my tripod to cooperate. And I go live. Um, Naomi, do you feel like you have what you need? Right? Like, are you feeling like you have everything you need in order to 
get where you want to be, where you know you need to, oh boy, where you know you need to be, all of those things. I'm very, very interested. Man. Good morning, Jackie. My tripod is magnetic and it's sliding off the base. I guess that's going to have to work, isn't it? Good morning, Jackie. Who else joined us? Or somebody else commented. Oh, come on, Facebook. Kai's easing back in. Naomi, good. You feel like you have the things that you need. Fantastic. Margaret, it's been back and forth. Okay. It is coming. It is coming, Margaret. You're so right. Um, good morning for those of you who are joining live with me on Facebook, <clears throat> on my public page. You are <clears throat> joining with me today, wow, um, live behind the scenes as I coach in my private Facebook community that is called the Seekers Method for Weight Loss. Um, and I am, I do something every Sunday called the Sunday Seeker Session. It's where I guide and inspire and lead women to step into the fullness of who they are meant to be through their identity in Christ and help them on their weight loss journeys. So bear with me as I attempt to catch up with the rest of you ladies here. Let me see here. Oh, I can see you so much better. Um, okay, Tracy, back on. You're back on. Good. Um, yeah, you know, school shopping can trip you up, but it's all about the planning. I love that you said that. Um, determined to get back. Fantastic, ladies. I'm so proud of you for being so honest. Now, while I'm talking today, again, if I don't respond to your comments, it's because sometimes on my on my laptop, they don't, they just don't appear. Um, so we are going to get started. So for those of you who just joined on the Seekers Method here in the Facebook group, you're going to want to start over because I shared with you some news, right? There's some, the Seekers Method actually is going to end on Saturday. On uh, That's going to be day 30, which is the 12th of August. And um, on the 12th of August, and when it ends, um, the in-between session will start. You will receive an invitation to keep going if you're somebody who actually needs to renew. And the Seekers Method, there will be um, in-between time, and then the Seekers Method full-on starts on September the 4th. And so, Naomi, I see you on both places. I don't know if you mean to be on. Naomi, if you see me pointing to you here, um, you are in the public space. So you'll, you'll want to be in the other place if you're wanting to comment at all. So for those of you who are going to continue um, and you want to be a part of the in-between encouragement and the thinner circle calls and all of those things, you will need to renew with me. Um, for those of you who aren't, um, know that if you stay, you are grandfathered in at your current rate. Otherwise, when you decide to re-enroll, um, it will be a different rate. So with that, ladies, have your journals ready, right? Um, and those of you also who are staying and you're following along, um, if you have your journal, you know, your spiral bound journal, the in-between stuff will be cued and you'll be able to still continue all of the journaling work. So 
Um, and here's the thing that you need to know about our in-between time, ladies. Um, that's where we're going to be doing some of the deeper fast that I've been talking to you about, right? I don't do a lot of deeper fast during the summer, the summer months, just because the summer can be a bigger challenge for a lot of people and there's a lot of travel and different things. And so it's a, a bit harder. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So if you're going to want to be, if you, if you want the support, the community, you want to be equipped, you want the accountability, if you want all of those things, I encourage you to stay in TSM and to really, you know, just do all the things even in the in-between time so that you don't step into that last supper kind of mentality, right? So I want to encourage you ladies, as we get started, I want to encourage you to stay the course and do hard things, even for those of you who are departing, right? I want you to start seeing yourself and you might want to take copious notes today that you have to start rising above your flesh, right? You've got to start rising above your flesh and walking, as I keep telling you, profoundly more spiritually so that you can receive all of that spiritual strength for yourself physically. And so today we're going to talk about really kind of, how do I, what do I want to, like the keys to your spiritual freedom in weight loss what it is that you need to be mindful of and keep practicing. So when you're doing back to school shopping and you have weekend events and you have summertime fire, you know, s'mores around the fire, all of those things, what to actually practice in your mind, in your thinking, so you can live free more completely even on your weight loss journey, right? I want you to just be mindful of that. So today I'm going to be, I'm going to be sharing with you. I'm going to give them, I don't know, I guess I'm going to call them five steps and six scriptures. Although this morning while I was doing my Bible time with God, I, I feel like there might be more scriptures, right? So here's, I just want to start into this, right? With the five things I want you to be mindful of. And I encourage you to constantly be remembering. And that is, okay, so the first one is, ladies, know your weaknesses. Where do you need more of God, right? Like last night, I shared with you, if you're following in the Facebook group, that we went to a winery. It's right across the street from us. Um, and it's right across the street from us. And I knew if I go there and I'm tired and I'm hungry, I'm going to make wrong choices. So I ate well before I went. And when I ate well before I went, it took away the desire and the weakness of temptation. <clears throat> I also knew while I was sitting there and I showed you my meal that I could easily give in to that temptation on my plate. But if I did it, I could make that choice, but I couldn't choose the consequences of that choice. So be mindful of your weaknesses. You, it is imperative as you attempt to step out of being mastered by your flesh physically and to start being mastered by the Holy Spirit and to be led in your spirit, it is imperative that you start identifying your physical weaknesses. So know your weaknesses. Where do you need more of God? Where do you need more of his grace? And where do you already know you can anticipate it that your where do you already know that your flesh is unruly? And as a result, the areas where you have got to give God your weaknesses in order, that's the exchange in order to receive his strength, right? That's 2 Corinthians 12, 9. That's where we see that God's grace is sufficient. He gives us his strength, his grace, his supernatural ability to help us do what we can't do on our own. But it's only when we come to the end of ourselves 
and we give him our weaknesses. All right, so the next thing I want you to be remind, reminded of and to be remembering is on a daily basis, when you set your, th- set your mind on things above, you've got to think not only of your weaknesses, but of your temptations. You've got to be thinking about your temptations on a daily basis, sometimes hourly, right? Sometimes hourly and on a weekly basis. And you've got to plan into them like Tracy shared with us, right? She didn't plan so much into school shopping. And so, and that becomes a real struggle, right? Because you walk into the mall and what's the first thing you smell? Cinnamon pretzels or Cinnabons or whatever it is. So you've got to start planning into them. And the techniques that you need to start employing, remember this, it's, it's our fundamental basics. It's all of the tenets that you're learning here in the Seekers Method. You've got to start praying and swapping and even avoidance. Avoidance is courageous, right? Temp, like you've got to start praying into those temptations, all of the things that you can anticipate. You've got to start swapping those temptations. So that way, like maybe next time, if Tracy has to go back to school shopping again, maybe next time she knows she's got to have a Lara bar or two in her bag. She's got to have maybe some dates with her. She maybe has to take, you know, some care, whatever it is, identify the swap to what you can anticipate in terms of your temptations. And then, you know, also avoid it, right? This is 2 Timothy 2.22, flee your youthful lusts. And 1 Corinthians 10.13, right? God is going to show you a way out of your temptation, but not if you look, look to yourself to find a way out of your temptation, which is often right into the enemy's lair right into the bait of Satan, right into the very thing you're trying to avoid. Another thing I want you to be practicing is practice self-restraint. This is 2 Timothy 1.7. Ladies, it is imperative that you know this deep in your spirit. You have a powerful spirit that is self-disciplined. God has given you, write this down, God has given me spiritual resources that I need for every difficulty that I face in the physical. But remember, they're spiritual. I've I've, I've taught you the hierarchy, right? They are spiritual. You've got to bring them down. You've got to remember that you're not going to feel this because they're spiritual. You have access right now to divine power, which is profoundly effective. And it is productive spiritual energy that is available right now. And it belongs to you as a believer, but you won't experience it if you're believing the physical and not believing the spiritual. You've got to trust it. Remember, I ca- you've got to say to yourself, I came preassembled with everything I need in order to overcome everything that I'm facing right now in this physical life. But you've got to remember your power is spiritual. Make sure that you're not looking to feel the power, right? That's where we in our flesh look for for motivation. That's where we look for temptation. That's where we look for, you know, all of a sudden to supernaturally not have the urge for that food. That's not going to go away without practice. You've got to know that your power is spiritual. You've got to trust that it's there and expect that it's going to be available to you as soon as you take steps of faith. The thing that you hope for is there for you 
on the other side of you doing in faith what you should do, right? Because that spiritual power is available. You just don't feel it. You trust it. And so the other thing I want to encourage you with is spiritually wake up every single day and be conscious and choose to invest your time in good habits versus spending or however you want to see it as wasting your time, wasting your precious time on evil habits. And I know it's not fun to hear that we could be entertaining evil, but I want you to remember, right? And again, this is just Matthew six thirty three, where I'm teaching you how to, what to seek first here in the Seekers Method. Remember what evil is. Evil is anything that is going to cause you to feel sorrow, anxiety, or misfortune right? Write that down. I like to call it evil Sam. Sorrow, anxiety, or misfortune. Stop seeing things as just bad. Because when we say that things are, oh, you know, this is bad, or I'm rebellious or whatever, this is how we completely sugarcoat it. You've got to recognize that you've got to start seeing evil for what it is. And, and you know, think about it this way. If it's not edifying me, if it's not building me up, if it's not blessing me and making me stronger, helping me to deepen my relationship, deepen my faith, to deepen my trust in what I know spiritually versus what I feel physically, if it's not blessing you, if it's not strengthening you, if it's not an investment, know that it's a withdrawal. And therefore, that's how you can start to recognize evil. So identify the habits and start to become conscious to how they are completely taking from you instead of actually giving to you, right? Like you ladies already know this. I know some of you have already shared some of the ways that you're seeing this, right? So how are the things that you are allowing in your life? How are they limiting God in your life? And see that as a result, you know, it's going to keep you in that place where you're either going to arrive in 11 days or 40 years. You have a choice. The next thing is, ladies, oh my goodness, Romans 8, right? Romans 8, 4 through 8. Walk in the Spirit. I'm telling you, this is the thing that will change your life. Walk in the Spirit not your flesh. Start setting your mind on the things above, the things of the spirit, and let your aim every single day, this is going to be power for somebody, let your aim be to please God versus pleasing yourself. And what I want you to see here again, this is back to 2 Timothy 1.7. You were given a spirit of power and love, and that love that you were given that love centers on pleasing God, not yourself. Love in this kind of way, as it's talked about in the Bible, this kind of love is the mark of a true Christian. I want you to let that sink in. Think about that. Be reminded that you are to be set apart to honor God with your life, to honor God with your body and to see your body, right? As a temple of the Holy Spirit. Like you've really got to see yourself as a steward of this, of this entire life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. God isn't interested in your comfort. He's interested in developing you and developing your Christ-like character. So what could be different, ladies, if you walked in the spirit, if you 
If you walked in the spirit and you were disciplining, disciplining your choices and disciplining your body, and you started to actually receive spiritual power that you know is available to you right now to overcome your desire to simply please yourself instead of pleasing God through obedience, right? Like through obedience of what you just know you should do. What could be different? What could be different in your life? For those of you in TSM, put it in the comment. What could be different if you aimed to selflessly please God and to allow him to develop your character, your Christian character? What could be different if he broke that enslavement to your flesh and to what you care about in the world? Because you're free. You know this, right? Romans 6.16 says that you are a slave to whatever you choose to obey. And that sin is no longer your master. Ladies, get a, get a reawakening, a recommitment. Repent all of the things of what you know James 4.17 tells you. That is sin to you. And you've got to see that every single day God gives you a choice. God gives you a choice. So you've got to consciously choose the master. You've got to choose your master. Are you going to let your flesh when you're walking in it, in the world, master you? Or are you going to be mastered in the spirit? I encourage you to choose the master who has chosen you. Choose the master who has freed you. Serve only him. Right? Romans 7, 23, the power of sin Know this, the power of sin is at war only with your mind. And it only feels physical because of the food and how the, the food actually transcends the mental and it goes into your body and the sensations, right? And so your body physically urges you to support the thoughts that you keep having that tempt you to just give in to whatever it is that you want. And you need to hear this. And I say this in love because this will change you. Me being fluffy isn't going to change you. When this is the paradigm, that when this is the situation that you're living in, this is modern day idolatry, right? This is where with food and laziness, you not doing what you know you should do, you not eating what you know you should eat, you not planning and prepping and doing those things, food and laziness become modern day idols because they give you what you want, not what you need. And what does this do? This keeps you completely focused on yourself instead of focusing, keeps you focused on pleasing yourself, right? You know this, you've experienced it. It even keeps you completely ensnared in self-worship where you only want what you want because you just want it, because it's normal, because it feels good, because it's easy, because it's available, because you can drive through, because it's simple, right? And this is how we give ourselves everything we want and we keep ourselves. We're like a weapon formed against ourselves, keeping ourselves from what it is that we need. Your character will not be developed in the easy it just won't. So I encourage you to be aware of areas where you feel enslaved, right? First Corinthians 6, 12, do not be a, do not become a slave to anything. This 
is your responsibility. God isn't just going to come down and supernaturally protect you and strengthen you. He has already done that. It's in spiritual places. Now it is your responsibility to walk out your faith, to appropriate. It's called appropriating your faith, to take what's available to you spiritually and bring it to life physically. That is your responsibility. You cannot be enslaved to food and not have it actually physically impact you in your entire life. Remember, you are a triune being. And so what you do physically, it's going to impact you. It's going to have an effect on who you are also being spiritually. It's going to affect your soul, your mind. You're going to have emotional impact from all of those choices. And obviously, you know that you're going to experience the impact of it physically in your body. You're not going to lose weight by perpetually being mastered and being a slave to food. You are, you're completely as a triune being, completely inner, like interconnected. All of you is perfectly, you can't separate yourself. So walking in freedom, that is available to you right this minute. In fact, what you need to know that that freedom, your Christian freedom is a mark of a Christian. So are you walking in faith or are you walking in fear? And if you don't feel free, despite knowing, you know this, right? You are, you're the strong believers. You're the ones in the seekers method, seeking the kingdom of God and doing all of these things. And if you don't feel free, despite actually knowing that you are, you know, this in your spirit, you need to identify what you've been allowing yourself to enjoy. That is completely contrary to what you know you should have allowed in your life. And so you've got to hear this. And I say this in love. Don't abuse your Christian freedom because it's just keeping you stuck. It's just stunting your character development. And this is what keeps you trusting in the wrong things and having the kind of slip ups that you're sharing, right? So I want you to think about it. I mean, this is no different than what we see in the Bible and other areas and what we see in the world and our friends and in our family members, right? This is the same as drink, how, how drinking too much leads to alcoholism and how eating too much leads to gluttony and obesity. You know what? Okay. Somebody needs to write this down. What we consume consumes us and it takes away our spiritual and our emotional and our physical health. You can't allow that. God allows you to enjoy things, but you have a responsibility here and he has empowered you to be strong enough to walk in that authority and responsibility. He has given you, he's given you everything you need to restrain yourself and to not allow a bad habit to perpetuate, uh, to allow all of these fleshly urges to continue to control you, to enslave you, to dominate you. And I've, I've told you this before, pay attention to where you feel dominated because when you feel dominated, you have company. When you feel dominated, you're not walking free in that new nature. You're walking, giving life to the power that you're dead to. Pay attention to that feeling of domination, right? I mean, 
in second peter i think it's 219 ish um it says that you are a slave to whatever controls you so what's controlling you is it food is it laziness is the belief that it's it's too hard is it taste is it flavor is it food fullness right or food pleasure or maybe the numbness that comes with alcohol so if the if any of these things are the things that you are running to it's only serving you it's only serving to give you what you want and not what you need and you keep running to it despite what you know in your spirit what you know in your spirit what you know in your spirit and therefore what you know you should do and as a result you are enslaved and you're not free so get that your Christian freedom your freedom right now as a believer isn't freedom to just do what you want you submit to the domination of your flesh when you just do what you want and whatever you keep doing and allowing in your life and keep practicing that's what you get good at you submit to your old patterns to all of your old thoughts you simply cannot be free in that way but you have to see that you have a role it's a choice and the way out of domination the way out of feeling dominated by food or alcohol or vaping or whatever it is is through it's through a couple of things it's through awareness that it's taking place you've got to get real with yourself and see that it's taking place and then it's submission to Christ and giving him and I want you to write this down giving him complete Lordship and I know some of you who are strong in your flesh strong in your pride you don't hate your rebellion you don't want to hear that because you're really good at self-righteousness right but when you give him complete Lordship that's when things change I mean think about it how can you fail on your weight loss journey in any area of your life in your habits in your choices in your obedience despite all of the temptations how can you fail if you give Christ Lordship right this is how to be a living sacrifice like Romans what is it 12 1 tells us this is how as a believer who's being transformed from the inside out who's allowing God to develop her Christian character this is how to be set apart more deeply and this is where you step into profound divine spiritual power this is where obedience and self-discipline are enabled and this is where and when your life begins to change from the inside out stop looking for it to be easy stop looking for it to be fast and this is how you live eternally focused completely living in the fullness of your faith right now free so when you give when you give Christ Lordship guess what happens he completely empowers you spiritually to do what you should physically right your old master was completely physical it was in the world all of those things and it was completely subject to slavery and domination and weakness to all of the physical things in the world all of the physical lusts of your flesh but you know this your new master Jesus is profoundly spiritual and subject 
And when you're subjected to him and when you give him lordship and you see that he's the master of your life, you have all that freedom and you experience all of the spiritual power. And you've got to see that right now you are free, but you have to choose it. Stop choosing easy. Stop choosing familiar. Stop choosing what you're thinking and feeling. You can't believe that you're free if you keep believing that you're not. Stop choosing quick and fast. That's only going to change you for the temporary, right? It's only going to change you for this moment for a small season. It's not going to touch your character and make you strong in your Christian identity. It will completely keep you ensnared. It will completely keep you a dieter. So you've got to choose God's way, which is, you know what? From my experience, often a lot harder, often terribly unfamiliar, and often a lot slower. But that's because it has eternal value. He's changing you from the inside, not only hormonally through all of the things that I teach you, but also so that you become spiritually recognizable to him, spiritually strong enough to see that your power is divine and spiritual, and you've got to appropriate appropriate it and bring it down. So renew your mind. Stop conforming to the patterns of your old identity, right? And start making way to be transformed spiritually, to be transformed physically and emotionally in all of the areas, even in weight loss. All right, ladies in the Seekers Method, stay right there. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody joining me um, oh, that glare is so bad. Joining me on my pro public profile. Thank you for watching. What you've just witnessed is a behind the scenes of what it's like to be coached by a Christian life coach for weight loss inside of the Seekers Method. This live broadcast won't be up long. So um, thank you for joining. Bye-bye. Bear with me a second, ladies. Okay. Post it. Okay, so it's been posted. Thank you for letting me, you know, kind of take of our time in this way in the way that God showed me that I should so ladies I just encourage you to see this spiritually a lot of you would be in a, an amazing place right now if you would rise above your flesh if you would stop giving way to the physical domination that's happening right I mean if you would start seeing that it's all spiritual Get a revel start seeing things from God's perspective. He wants you to see things more eternally. But you can't do that. You can't get a vision of all of his promises and what's available to you if you're just stuck trusting the physical, the temporal, trusting in your circumstances. It's time to rise above. And for those of you who are sticking in this and you're going to be here when we get ready to kick off the next round, there are some amazing things that are going to be happening in our next couple of Thinner Circle meetings. Again, like I mentioned, we're going to be doing um, in the in-between time. The in-between is going to keep going. So if you're staying with me after this Saturday, because TSM ends on Saturday, if you're staying with me for the in-between, we're going to be doing deeper fast. I'm going to be sharing with you all of the new things that God has been showing me that I believe is going to free somebody. I'm so excited to be here for you. And I can see your comments now. Um, Kai says, peace, no fear. When I am walking in the spirit, I have no anxiety. Yeah, it can't exist there, right? Why? Because God didn't give you that spirit of anxiety, right? And his perfect love cast it out. So his perfect love is available to you to get rid of any and all fear.
But in order for you to receive it, you've also got to see that when you walk in your power, spiritual power, and you walk in that power and love, and you shed yourself of that timidity, and you get rid of all of that, you're able to trust more completely. But you also have to see that that implies that you must be selfless. God's love is selfless. Our love is self selfish, right? We see food and we desire it and we, we sugarcoat it and make it pretty and justifiable because we have lust and lust is selfish. It just is, right? It's just, it's just our human nature. But when you walk in your 2 Corinthians 1, 7 spirit of power and love, that's, that's selfless. That's you wanting to speak God's love language, which is obedience. And you have that power. It just doesn't feel good. As you discipline, which is the other part of you, right? God has given you a, sound, a spirit of sound mind, of discipline. That's the place where self-restraint is. You don't feel it at all, ever, very rarely. I mean, I had a lot of experiences this week where I had to get out of my feelings and out of my desire to be comfortable so that God could use me to go out there and be, you know, the feet and hands of Jesus. And that never feel, I get shaky when he wants me to witness to people and he wants me to testify and to share my testimony. I get shaky. I get shaky when I have to go live publicly because I just want to be here with my friends, right? Yeah. So Naomi, Kai, Charlene, Tracy, Margaret, all of you who are here with me live right now, Jackie, Deanne, Diane, all of you, Jessica, it's not letting me scroll to see your names. Don't you love it? You can get there faster. What do you need to do to get out of your, out of your own way? What do you need to stop believing? Because you're stuck in unbelief. You're believing your circumstances and you're giving life to who you're not anymore. You're free to 100% be a new creation, to step into that mind renewal. But you've got to let go of feelings. You've got to let go of trusting wrong things, right? Of being mastered and dominated by circumstances. You've got to start creating that mommy diaper bag, taking it with you everywhere you go. You can do these hard things. Remember, or maybe for some of you, this won't be remembered. Not everybody's in proximity or Christian weight loss radio, or not everybody's in all the other coaching programs, but God is so concerned with shaping your character. Your character can't be formed. You cannot be made into the image of Christ without God shaping your Christian character. That's what he's after here, right? The world tells you to chase comfort. God wants your capacity. He's not interested in your comfort. He's interested in you stepping into who he meant you to be. And he'll use your weight loss journey for that, right? Nobody's telling you that. Nobody told me that. But he will, he needs to break off all of these things that you keep running to that are keeping you from running to him. And when you run to him, your character, your Christian character, 
you get stronger you start trusting spiritually like even just this week I had several instances where I couldn't feel the Holy Spirit and afterward I couldn't escape feeling the Holy Spirit's presence and God said to me that's because I want your character to be so strong and deeply rooted in trusting in what I'm telling you to do and not you trusting in what you feel and so sometimes he sends me without feeling and sensing his presence because I have gotten so good because of, at the, of the amount that I'm abiding I say that not to gloat I say I say that to share with you and to witness and to model this Christian life but I've gotten so good at knowing I can do hard things if I feel his presence he wants me to know that he has given me a spirit of power and love and self-control to go out and to rise above that spirit of fear and timidity and do things despite feeling I don't have to feel I trust so ladies pull rank on yourself be who you are in Christ and who you are in Christ is empowered and strengthened spiritually you don't feel it you don't so I encourage you if you need to go back and hit play take notes step into those breakthroughs right now every time I step into a breakthrough that breakthrough that promise that revelation of it's almost like a divine revelation where I know God is awakening me to the truth of his word and it inspires me and it changes me I keep that in my prayer closet and I go back to it daily God has shown me Sherry you're not seeing the fruit that you want in your life because you're not believing and saying so ladies if you believe say so start speaking God's Word over your life start believing start walking in the power of the Spirit and start leveraging the sword of the Spirit by having that power of the Spirit scripture that you wield daily I still say Romans 6 11 when I see tempting foods I still say to myself I'm strong in Christ I can do this hard thing I still wake up and say God what impossible thing are we gonna do today and then the moment I spot it I do it I know that where I see something that I fear in my flesh I'm not her anymore I walk toward it because I know what I keep resisting what I keep resisting is taking energy from me and so I can allow it to persist or I can persist I still look at situations that feel physically defeating and hard for me to do on my on my own in my flesh and I ask myself who am I being right now am I slipping into being my old self or am I becoming who I know I have an image that God has shown me is available to me but I can't become her being comfortable the only way I can become who I know I'm meant to become and to step into the fullness of who Christ made me to be and to step into the strength and the fullness of my capacity that is alive within me right now is through developing through developing my Christ likeness through developing my Christian character through developing through allowing God through partnering with God to develop me because I don't want to be made into the image of anything that the world says I need to be made into 
I want to be made in the image of Christ. I want to be transformed. I want to be renewed. I want to be, oh, what was the word? I wrote down a word yesterday. Glory warrior, I wrote, and I called myself a glorier. I want to bring God glory. And I want to see that I make sacrifices on a daily basis. And I see myself with being comfortable with being set apart and weird from the world. I don't care if I go into a Starbucks shop anymore with a big shirt that says Jesus on the back and lifestyle Christianity on the front. And I see somebody and I strike up a conversation and I lay hands on her in the middle of a Starbucks because this isn't about my comfort. This is about doing his work. And I wasn't like this when I was weak and defeated and mastered by what I thought about what other people would think about me, what I thought about going to the party and eating the food. And I had no idea the way the food was keeping me anchored and tethered and mastered and controlled. And I couldn't discern God's voice because I gave so much space I gave so much credibility to my internal dialogue and how I was projecting rejection and all of the things. So ladies, I want to encourage you to see yourself as an alien, to see yourself. How do I want to say this? What's the word I'm looking for? As, as a citizen of heaven, stop being a citizen of this world who succumbs to the temptations of this body, of this mind. Instead, become a citizen of heaven who lives more profoundly in the spiritual and become so heavenly minded, so spiritually minded that you are so earthly good. Even in weight loss, I believe that was a word for somebody. I'm going to pray over you right now. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus over each and every single woman. I break off all of the strongholds in the name of Jesus that are causing her to be weighed down, trusting and being mastered and dominated in her flesh. I pray right now for a new level of bold belief in the power of God within her. I pray right now that every single woman listening to this prayer would just get a completely new revelation of who she is in Christ and thereby able to do what she should do, not what she wants to do. I believe that some of these women right now would go back and listen to every single seeker sesh that she would identify who she is in Christ and therefore who she is no longer in herself, in her flesh, no longer weak and living a life of mediocrity in her flesh. Father, I pray right now for a complete and total revelation of who she is able to become through Christ in her. Father, I pray right now that every single woman on this call who is hearing my voice to realize how free she is and that the power of sin, how dead it is in her life, if she would just wake up and give life to her Christ consciousness to walk in the spirit of her mind and just be renewed in her thinking to stop conforming to the old patterns, to give life to new patterns, to be comfortable with discomfort, and to constantly, perpetually abide and feel and sense your nearness and trust that you are giving her the strength from within to do what she needs to do. Father, how I pray all of these things. I pray that somebody who is listening to me today 
would recognize that she needs to be more not only on her knees believing and praying, but also acknowledging that she needs to also see that spiritual warfare will be on this path. We are not fighting, Lord, a war against the flesh. We are also fighting a war in the spirit. Lord, help us to take dominion. Help us to trust that we have all that we need within us right now if we would just believe and say so. I pray this all. I pray mighty and amazing things and supernatural transformation for all of the women in the Seekers Method. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, ladies, go and have an amazing, amazing week. I look forward to each and every single one of you finding a way and joining us here in the Seekers Method as we continue on in the in-between. And I will be live for those of you who are staying next Sunday. Have a good week. Bye-bye.